Welcome to the Mortcast, brought to you by DraftKings Sportsbook, America's top-rated sportsbook app. Before we get started on today's Mortcast, I'd like to talk to you about Blanchard Family Wines, located between 18th and 19th, and Blake and Wazee in beautiful lower downtown Denver, Colorado, just a couple blocks away from Coors Field, right in the middle of the dairy block. Um, I'm going to be giving away some uh, virtual wine tasting gift certificates. Hallelujah! Oh yeah! Um, great stuff. Uh, you'll really enjoy it. I'm going to be giving that away, um, and I'll be asking a question on Twitter. You've got to follow me at jmorton78. Once again, that's at jmorton78, uh, and I'll be giving away uh, some of these uh, virtual wine tasting gift certificates. Um, at the end of this podcast, I'm going to ask a question, and those of you who are listening, come to at me, at jmorton78, and uh, I answer the question. And you'll be getting a, I have a handful of these virtual uh, wine tasting gift certificates to give away. Uh, You'll get that great gift for your wife, a great gift for yourself, great gift for your partner, great gift for basically anyone. Uh, They're really, really some of my favorite things in this planet. You know how much I love Blanchard. Uh, I don't even get paid by them. Uh, and I and I read for them, so that tells you something. Um, anyway, they also go to bfwdenver.com. Do the bur- book your virtual wine tasting if you can't wait for a gift certificate, if, or if you miss out and you, you don't win the contest. Still go there and book your virtual wine tasting. It's really good. Uh, you can get your bottles at bfwdenver.com. Uh, 2017 Cabernet, really good. Or you can go down to their location at the Dairy Block, uh, and it's a wine bar, so you can sit outside and enjoy some wine with a friend. Um, I'm looking forward to that. I'm getting vaccinated tomorrow. So, uh, my process of being able to go out into public is, is beginning and I can't be happier. Once again, they're located between 18th and 19th and Blake and Wazee in beautiful lower downtown Denver, Colorado, just a couple blocks away from Coors Field, right in the middle of the dairy block. When you, you can go to bfwdenver.com to get, uh, a bottle shipped to you, delivered, or you can pick it up curbside if you're like me and you're not quite there with going out in the public, but, you know, getting close. Uh, When you go in or you talk to him, tell him Jeff Morton from CSG Podcast sent you there. What is up, everybody? Thank you all for joining me on the latest Mortcast, part of the CSG Network. I am, of course, your host, Jeff Morton. Um, Okay, this is is a podcast that has been brewing for a while. Um, And I'm going to start with a little anecdote. Um, shortly after, and I think it was either in the preseason or maybe in the first couple games of the 2017-18 season. This is after Paul Millsap had had uh, become a member of the Denver Nuggets. Danilo Gallinari was no longer there. It was fully Nikola Jokic's team. Michael Malone made a curious comment. Uh, he was talking about something to do with Millsap, Paul Millsap and Nikola Jokic, and he mentioned that Paul Millsap and this is 100% accurate, um, he mentioned that Paul Millsap was the Nuggets' best player, and this is early in the 2017 season. Uh, this was not accurate at the time, but it didn't become obviously so until the year progressed, but it was, it was fairly obvious then, but it was more, became more obvious as the year went on that Nikola Jokic was the best player in the Nuggets' team. This was something that should probably tell you what Michael Malone thinks of Paul Millsap. Fast forward to completion of his three-year deal. This offseason, the Nuggets lose Jeremy Grant and have to scramble. 
they were surprised by, and we've gone through this over and over again, they were surprised by Grant leaving, so they needed to improvise, adapt. And they did so by signing Faku Campasso and Jamichael Green. The interesting thing about it was they re-signed Paul Millsap to a one-year $10 million deal. Now, at the time, I was like, yeah, that's okay. You know, you, you got to do what you got to do. Uh, as the year progressed, it became more and more obvious that lineup combinations to find with Paul Millsap, where he was a as productive as he was in 2017, was harder and harder to find. The 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 team at times was better with Jermichael Green, um, and. It was it was it was difficult to it was exceedingly difficult eventually to to get to a point where you could find something that Paul Millsap could easily fit into if it wasn't the starting lineup. Uh, and of course, uh, while Millsap was out um, for a bit during the year, Michael Porter Jr. slides into the four spot and becomes. Uh, the Nuggets, I, I mean, just it, it basically from that moment on, it unlocked Michael Porter Jr. And then Millsap comes back, and Millsap starts with Porter, and they, they muddle through, but they're better. I mean, a, a Porter obviously had more confidence, and therefore the offense was running better. But it was exceedingly, it, it, it became a Jokic-Murray-Porter, um, Barton sometimes... And then Paul Millsap, uh, when he had a good night, you know, was adding to the mix. But it really, it really wasn't something that was like it was in 2017. Um, the high teens, low 20s point scorer Paul Millsap didn't exist anymore. Some of that was a function of the pecking order in the Nuggets offense. Some of that was just age. I've said this over and over, you you, in the NBA, age comes suddenly. It's it's not a gradual thing, right? One day you are jumping in the air, dunking on people, um, moving past people pretty easily in the post. Your handle is tighter. Your ability to see the basket is better. Your quickness in getting out to the perimeter is better. Um, and then literally one year later, like an off season later and you can't do it anymore. <laughs> and your 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 ability to get out on that perimeter to cover that 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 guy who's about to shoot a three in your face. Uh you lose a half step. You you don't get out as quick. Your ability to get past a guy with a post move in Millsap's case is gone. One of the things that is really stark to me is there has been the last two games in particular, um, San Antonio and uh, uh, the last game against Boston, that that atrocious, atrocious second half of that Boston game. Um, Millsap struggled posting up guys. They he, he just didn't have tight control of his back down ability. And he's losing the ball when he tried to spin. It wasn't a wasn't a steal 
he was just losing control of the ball while he was trying to make a post-spin move, which is something he could have done in his sleep before. It happens. Guys like Millsap end up becoming vital spot players because bigger guys tend to, you know, they, they, they uh, become that situational guy that can really help your team in spots. But what has happened is that with not necessarily, I think the deference to Millsap has come at a price for this Nuggets team. Um, Millsap's, uh, let's put it this way, Millsap's um, ability to uh, to do what he used to is acknowledged by the viewing public more than it is the people who are maybe having to make decisions. And head coach Michael Malone, keeping in mind that all the way, you know, four years ago in 2017, at the beginning of the season, he was calling Paul Millsap the Nuggets' best player. Um, you could tell his fondness for Paul Millsap you can you can you just know it's there when i come back from a draft kings read i will tell you what michael malone needs to do uh what acknowledgement needs to happen and how the nuggets can go forward with paul millsap without sacrificing wins in their season but before i continue with the rest of the podcast i'd like to talk to you about DraftKings sportsbook america's top rated sportsbook app Basketball teams are entering the final month of their regular season as they gear up for the playoffs. While some teams are locks to make the playoffs, others are still fighting for their opportunity to chase the trophy this summer. DraftKings Sportsbook, America's top-rated sportsbook app, is putting you in the center of the action with a chance to turn $1 into $100 in free bets. Turning $1 into $100 is simple. Pick any basketball team to win their next game, uh, say... Denver Nuggets, they play the, the Golden State Warriors tonight. And if the, during that game, the, the team of your choosing hits a three, you bring home 100 bucks in free bets. That is 100 to 1 odds on the team of your choosing to hit a three if they, they don't even need to win. You know, <laughs> it's, it's, it's pretty much that simple. Download the top-rated DraftKings Sportsbook app now and use promo code MHS when you sign up to turn $1 into $100 in free bets if the basketball team of your choosing hits a three. That's code MHS to turn $1 into $100 in free bets. For a limited time, only at DraftKings Sportsbook. Must be 21 or older. Colorado only. New customers only. Restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com Sportsbook for details. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-522-4700. You know, I, I, I think Paul Millsap is trying his best. I don't think he is happy with coming off the bench. Um, nor should he be. I mean, he's a, he's a cagey bet, but he'll do what it takes for the team, which is one of the things you always respect about a veteran like Paul Millsap. Right? You, just, you know that while he doesn't like it, he will do what it's best for the team. The problem is, since the Nuggets trade, they brought in Joel McGee, they brought. They have Michael Green, um, and it's not necessarily a quote bigs problem. It's the fact that of the three bigs they have, 
the value that Millsap brings is almost entirely intangible at this point. And the Nuggets, particularly Malone, is struggling with reducing Paul Millsap's role without offending him or really getting deep into um, territory you don't want to get into with, with you know, having a player come in and not having them in the best position for them to succeed. Um, Paul Melsap can be a vital part if he is used situationally. And I don't think Malone has been in there. I don't think he has acknowledged it. I think he has struggled with the reality that Paul Millsap is a situational player now. Uh, There are players ahead of him, particularly Aaron Gordon, who are just better at this point in their careers. There's players like Jermichael Green who are younger and work better in combo with people like Michael Porter Jr. There are players like JaVale McGee who work better with Faku Kampasso, who has really entrenched at this point himself in the in the starting or not the starting lineup, but as a rotational player. Uh, I said a couple weeks ago that it was a binary choice between Faku Kampasso and Paul Millsap because the logjam seemed to be right there. It seems to me that Kampasso is the player that has become more indispensable than Paul Millsap. And transitioning Millsap into a situational player is is going to be a very difficult decision for Michael Malone. And what you saw against the Boston Celtics, particularly in the second half, the end of the third quarter, into the beginning of the fourth quarter, was a complete and total inability for any combination to work. And you got to make a hard choice. I mean, you signed, you know, Jermichael Green is here uh, on a two-year deal. Um, you have JaVale, I mean, uh, JaVale McGee, who's expiring. You have Paul Millsap, who's expiring. Um, Jermichael Green has a player option, I believe, this offseason. Obviously, there are some elements that will be freed up in the offseason. But for the time being, for the time being, you got to suck it up and just make a decision because the indecision hurts the team more than anything else. It was a long time ago when George Carl was here as the head coach. He made a, a comment to me that has been resonating to me this entire year is that if you are honest with players and you're upfront about what you have to do, they may not like it, but they will respect it. Um, Paul Millsap doesn't like the fact that he's coming off the bench, but he respects that Michael Malone came to him and told him what he has to do. This may be another situation where some, some communication and honesty needs to happen because it's not working. Jamal Murray coming back, which you never know, could be tonight. Jamal Murray coming back will further muddle the situation. There's only so many minutes to go around. 
Jamal Murray going and it's a lot. He plays with the second unit a lot. And then Monte Morris and Faku Campasso, he does the three guards thing. You know, you're not always going to have minutes for the likes of JaVale McGee, for the likes of Paul Millsap, for the likes of Jamichael Green. They're being squeezed. Coming to one guy and saying, look, I, I have to do it this way. You're going to have to be a situational player right now. And doing it sooner rather than later will help clarity. There's nothing, there's nothing players want more in a team in a in an organic team situation more than certainty right uncertainty is a team killer and you saw against boston how that uncertainty and how and not just how the 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 lineup is experimentation just it fell on its face it was bad it was really bad and it wasn't over and this is not a recent thing folks some people have said that this is something that you got to work out the kinks. I, I, I'll be honest with you. The Jermichael Green Paul Millsap combination has it's just never been good. It's, <laughs> they have tried it in multiple instances this year, and it has not been good at all. Um, just kind of like uh, the Michael Porter uh, Millsap combination wasn't tremendous, and it really took. Uh, Porter making a huge advance due to playing the four spot for an extended period for that to start making sense a little. So if you're not going to be playing Paul Millsap with starters, uh, his role needs to be absolutely 100% situational, and that's going to mean dramatically scaling back his minutes, maybe not playing him multiple games. It's really going to take that. And if you are honest with Paul Millsap, if you are 100% honest, he won't like it, but he'll appreciate the fact that you gave him role clarity. He won't like it. It's not going to be. He's not going to. He's not going to be coming to you and giving you Christmas cards. Uh, he's not going to be doing that. But he will understand it. And that's where Malone needs to get you. Going back to when. Uh, um, you know, back to when in 2017 when Malone said Millsap's our best player when he wasn't at the time. Tells you his affection for Paul Millsap. You get it. But sometimes the best decisions are the most honest decisions. And right now, more than anything else, Paul Millsap needs honesty. You know, JaVale McGee's a situational player. You know, maybe even Jermichael Green. You, you, I, I just, once you get in the playoffs, not all three of those guys can play. You have to be 100% honest with these guys and let them know what their situation is. And I think with Millsap, once you know, once he knows, it'll be easier for him to accept whatever he does. And I think the Nuggets as a team will be better off for it. All right. Well, thank you all for joining me on the latest Mortcast presented to you by DraftKings Sportsbook. I will be talking to you soon.